I babysitted. I babysat. <laughs> <laughs> this has already gone, gone horribly wrong. Wow. Now, what, this is a show about what? About word games? About language expertise? I've been, I've been with toddlers all weekend. And what how is want? their language expertise? It's Apparently it's better than mine. It is. I it's think so. So you babysitted. I babysitted. This past weekend. My nephew and my niece. Yes. yes. Jackson and Laura. 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 Yeah, L-A-R-A. Laura. L-A-R-A. Lara. Lara. Not Lara. 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 Jackson and Lara. And you know what I did? I told you. I taught that child how to walk. You taught Jackson how to walk. That's impressive. It was. very impressive. It was very impressive. I've seen you walk, so it makes it even all the more impressive. When I got there Saturday morning, he had never walked. When I left... He had walked. He had walked. This is all I'm saying. All right. This is all I'm saying. Fantastic. Welcome to Film Me In. This is normally a crossword podcast, but today we are going to glorify Ryan's work with children. <laughs> it is. We are. Because Ryan loves children. I love children. Ryan loves taking care of children all the time. If you have a stray child that you don't want anymore, take it to Ryan's house. Yes. Just drop it off. He'll probably be there. He'd be happy to take care of I'm it for sure you. I'm sure I will be there. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up on episode 96? Wow. We have a whole bunch going on. We've got uh, returning uh, an old segment is back again, and it's Loose Threads with Matt Matera. This segment is actually a loose thread. It I'm is. Glad the we're... Loose Threads segment. It's a, this is sort of a paradox. It's it like is. a cyclical thing. It is cyclical. Cyclical? Isn't from Clash or of the cyclic. Titans? Release the Kraken! <laughs> That's all I know about Clash of the Titans. I think cyclical. I think yeah, that was a... is it. We've got uh, we've got cryptic clues with Fraser Simpson. Fraser. We also have the proper pronunciation of his name. Yes, that's coming up later. And it is a he. It is a he. It is a he. I did not. He know this. is a he. He is a he. And we're gonna do contests and thunder. So, contests and thunder. You know, pretty much your typical fill me in experience. Yes, and it all starts right after Jag on a Hank. Maybe every five episodes, we need to say what Jag on a Hank is. Is this the fifth episode in which we I don't know. It's an that? anagram of Jonah Kagan, and it's what we named our theme music. I thought it was an anagram of Guy Tabachnik. I think it's an anagram of both of those things. Really? All right. Well, let's do some announcements. Announcements. We have two big announcements. Lollapazoola 3 yes. is coming up on August 14th. This is now... Uh, August 14th. I'm sorry, that's a uh, 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 a Saturday in August. <laughs> oh my god! You're going to confuse everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it is. It's a Saturday in August. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to happen at the same location we've had it the last two years, yes. which is the United Methodist Community Church in Jackson Heights. That's part of Queens, New York. We'll be in the social room. We will be in the social room. That's where we held it last year, that big auditorium-like room. Yes. Uh, that church is on 35th Avenue between 80th and 81st yes. Street. Between 81st and 82nd Streets. What streets is it between? I'm not sure. I'm not either. But it's somewhere in the But you know 80s. that now. All right. But we have... It's, we, it's official. The announcement has taken way too long. <laughs> it's official. The room is booked. Yes, so we're there. August 14th. Uh, we're going to start putting up the PayPal business and the how to register and... Uh, puzzles deal. and whatnot. Who All right, what? second announcement. Second announcement. You do it because I don't remember what it is. I don't either. It's the Boston Crossword Tournament. <laughs> no, it's happening not. on April 11th. <laughs> no, that's was... a Sunday in April. No, we had another. We're going to go to Boston just, for it. We just had it. We just were talking about. We had another. An we did have another announcement. <laughs> what was it? What were we going to? Announce? I don't know. Uh, in about one month, we're going to be doing our 100th oh, yes, episode. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> 
We're going to be doing our 100th episode of Fill Me In, and we've already been receiving some emails from some of you talking to us, asking us mostly, what are you going to do for episode 100? And so now we want to just turn the tables and ask you, what do you want us to do yes. for episode 100? Yes. It's coming up in a month. Because really, whatever you want us to do, we'll do it. We'll do it. We will. Absolutely. We've never been shy. We've never shied away from doing anything you've asked us to do. No. So uh, bring it on. Bring it on. We will do it. Bring on the Kraken. <laughs> I'd like a Kraken. I'd like to just have a Kraken available. I like, yeah, I like a Crackle. Oh, those are good. Why? How come you can't get that in, not in the fun size? You, I don't know. Crackles are only available in, in that the, variety. In the fun size, you have to get the dark. And special the, dark. Yeah, and the, the almond her- one or whatever they are. Mr. Good Bar, the Hershey's, and the Crackle. No, I love I know. the Crackle. I know. Now, isn't it very similar to the just the Nestle Crunch Bar? Isn't it it is, but it's much better. Why is it better? Because the way they crisp the rice. Okay. It's crispier. I guess so. And ricier. Oh, and ricier. Viewer mail, opening it up. Ricier. We have a lot. A lot this of is the mail. riciest viewer mailbag we've ever it's had. Our first viewer rich. mail comes to us from Doug Landman. I have to say. Our first viewer mail is going to be read by you. Yes. Uh, Doug Landman. Doug Landman uh, asks, just curious if any in the crossword puzzle world have ever been a contestant on Wheel of Fortune? And if so, how did they do? Seems to me they would kick butt and perhaps win a lot more than $5,000 for a comparatively easier contest. I assume he means easier than the ACPT, which has a five thousand dollars prize. That's what he meant. Uh, I believe that Andrea Carla Michaels. I have seen the video of this. I believe that Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. I have seen the video of this. She won like a million dollars. I think she won something like thirty-eight thousand dollars. I think she did. And a motorhome, yeah, and and whatnot, like a boat and a a trip to Saturn and who knows what else. (laughs) Yeah, but she got. She told me about this. She told I me told about you this. about this. You told me about I this. I told you about she this. She also told me about the, this. The, the, final... The, the, the final one was like a thing. And she had... And it was like seven letters, and it only had one of the letters they give you. Right. They, she had, there was no R, S, T, L, N, or E. There was an E. There the was an E. The last letter was an E. Right. So, it's, all right. This is, our, this is a game for all of you viewers out there. If you don't know what Andrea Carla Michaels had as her final, seven letters, the last letter was E. What it is? This might be the contest. It might not be. We might have it wrong. Whatever it was, it was something like that, and it was amazing. She got it. I think the first thing she said. I think it was. She got it. All right. Take that, Pat Sajak. That's right. Our next email comes to us from David Stein. We met him at the ACPT. He teaches a class. He asked them, would you rather? Uh, He says, yes, Ryan and Brian, you may enroll in my sports statistics class. Yay! You will need to move to Maryland and renounce your previous high school diploma. But what have you done with it anyway? Cheers, he ends up. Oh, yeah, cheers, David Stein. I've done nothing with mine. I did go to college, so I guess I used mine to get into college. I suppose. I, I I parade mine around the town square. The, my actual diploma, I have absolutely no idea where it is. No clue. Joe Cabrera says, uh, uh, As the person who enters the results into the ACPT database, let me f- put in the last word on figuring out the solving divisions. There is no rounding involved. No rounding. Okay. Someone who finished at 39.99% would be entered as a C for that year, C division, and someone at 40.01% would be entered as a D. Therefore, sorry, Ryan, your 40.28% means you barely missed out on C this time. Joe is saying this like this is bad news. No, this is good news. This is fantastic news. Because now you're in the D division for sure. And it means I have an outside chance of doing something. I think you have a, as good a chance of doing what you want to do in 2011, <laughs> which is coming third in the D division, as you did winning the E this past year. So there you go. There you do go. <laughs> I do go. <laughs> I do go there. 
<laughs> I am there now. Our next viewer mail is from Eric Johnston. Oh, he's our friend from Saudi Arabia. He is our friend from yeah. Saudi Arabia. He's and one of the Eric's. He is. We have multiple Eric's. We have a lot of Eric's. Yeah, we didn't know. You know what? Because we didn't do this successfully last week. Let's just shout out briefly to the other Eric's we know in like Eric Berlin and Eric, Eric Peterson. Peterson. Do we know other Eric's? You know, I met Eric Lavasser. I at, met Eric uh, Lavasser. The ACPT. I don't think he listens to the show. No, probably not. So we I told him about the show. And he just kind of nodded at you and left. Yeah. He's one of those... Top 15 guys. He's a genius. Yeah. Genius. So he doesn't have much use for us. I guess not. No. So Eric Johnston says, hi, guys. We asked him what he did in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what are you doing out there in Saudi Arabia? And this is what he said. I am a teacher at the University of Damam. Damam. Damam? I, I don't a know. A city in eastern Saudi Arabia, right on the Persian Gulf. But don't call it that here. It's the Arabian Gulf in these parts. Okay. It's like the whole Houston K, Street, Houston K Street? W. Oh, what? The K and W for the radio. I thought it would be more like Greenwich Village and Greenwich Village, these things that you don't say in New York. Who says Greenwich? People who don't know that it's Greenwich. But but that's but but Persian Gulf isn't incorrect. It's just a different way to say it. It's a different No, the K and W thing is totally different because that's like based on where you are. Right. And this so is this. No, it, they just don't call it the Persian Gulf. Well nobody calls it Greenwich. I'm saying that what Eric Johnston is saying here is that we in America refer to it as the Persian Gulf, but right. they in Saudi Arabia refer to it as the Arabian Gulf. But neither It's the same place, and we call it by the wrong name. That's different from the K&W thing. Well, it's, but it's also different from the, the, the whatever you said. I said I, Greenwich Greenwich. It was the I thing think I said. The Houston-Houston thing is more in line with what we're talking about. Okay, there is no difference between the Greenwich Greenwich problem and the Houston-Houston problem. No, because problem. there is actually a place called Houston. I'm sure there's a place called Greenwich. But it's pronounced Greenwich. Where? Everywhere. You don't think there's a place somewhere where it's pronounced Greenwich? I'm positive there isn't a place where You're it's... You're positive. Positive. You are positive there's not a place on the planet, spelled G-R-E-E-N-W-I-C-H, that, you, that is not... You, you're certain that there's not a place called Greenwich. Positive. That's a big positive to be. <laughs> I am. I am big positive. Viewers, I challenge you, find us a place called Greenwich that's actually pronounced Greenwich. Do it. Now. Go. Okay. You've made it to the first sentence of Eric's viewer mail. He goes on to say, oh. I teach English to first-year architecture students. As for the life here, I can assure you that we are not, as you imagined, living behind a tank, unless by tank you meant buffet table at Applebee's. Wow. Living here is like being a 16-year-old suburban kid all over again. A lot of going to bad chain restaurants and hanging out at the mall. See, again, uh, my, my, my wrong mental image of Saudi Arabia doesn't have a mall in it. Or an Applebee's. No, certainly not. Maybe a buffet table. Wow. Yeah. I guess there's more to that area than what I've seen in movies. But, yeah, they don't really go to the Applebee's. In they the, don't. You in see the mall. these. You see these movies about the uh, well, the Arabian I, Gulf. I they don't go to the mall. I don't think they 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 go to Saudi Arabia that much. No, I don't think there's all that much turmoil in yeah, Saudi. Arabia. My ignorance about that part of the world is really rising, is rearing its ugly head right <laughs> yeah. now. I, let's leave it. All right. So Eric also says, anyway, I really do love your blog and podcast. I read a lot of the blogs, but yours most closely mirrors my own puzzle solving experience. Sorry about that, Eric. I'm sorry you're not better at, wow. at them. Be more smarter. You'll get there. Yeah, you will. And when I listen to the podcast, it's like listening to two old friends. Again, oh. terribly sorry. No, that makes me tear up a little no, bit. That's very nice. Thanks, Eric. Uh, here in Saudi, I haven't come across any puzzle people, and my colleagues look on my compulsive crossword solving with disdainful amusement. 
but who will be laughing when they need a decorative needle case but don't know what to call it? You guys are the best. Thanks again. Hey, that's an awesome email. It Thanks, is. Eric. Thank you, Eric. And uh, your your prize is... We haven't figured that out yet. We don't know how much it will cost. To send no, but price. we're going to send you something. We'll send you something. Totally. We, we've got it all, all ready to go. Ryan's going to the post office tomorrow. <laughs> With a bag of gold. <laughs> I, I do think that the American post office will help you figure out how to mail something to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sh- and it won't take gold. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the American post office here in New York right? will take U.S. dollars. You think? No matter where you want to send it, I'll bet you can pay for what, it in what, U.S. dollars. What is it, reals? No, I, reals? Isn't that Cambodia? Didn't we learn that in season one? Yeah, I've forgotten Who's it. Who's familiar with season one? Eric Peterson? Uh, Mike Nothnagel? Mike Nothnagel? What is Not the dentist? Anybody. Who listened to season one? Uh, Krugerans? What? Krugerans? 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 Is that what they use? That sounds like the basket special at like Culver's Restaurant. Look at the Krugerans special <laughs> with uh, fries and What is Coke. the basket special? What the basket of the day at Culver's. You never been to Culver's? They have, they have baskets. Oh, it's a it's a chain restaurant thing in the in the Midwest in the in like Wisconsin. They have these. Are you with this Wisconsin nonsense? Every <laughs> wait, Wisconsin nonsense should be called Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, right. Viewers, gentle viewers, as you say, every time I talk to Brian, he is planning another trip to Wisconsin. Yes, I'm going to Wisconsin again at the end of April. Why? I'll be there for three days. I don't believe you. I will. I'll be conducting uh, an orchestra in Wisconsin. I thought you already did that. Orchestras continue to exist. You don't conduct once and then you're done. Why do you keep flying out to Wisconsin to conduct orchestras? They hire me. They hire me and then they fly me out there and then I conduct and then they fly me home. You know what I'm doing right after I conduct in Wisconsin? I'm going to be playing piano for the circus again. Tickets! Yeah, it's in Boston. The circus will be in Boston. Uh, late oh. April, early May, and that's when I'll be there playing piano for it. Yeah, The Big Apple Circus? The Big Apple Circus in Boston. The Big Bean Circus, they should call it in Boston, <laughs> right? Our next viewer mail comes to us from Nicole Hirsch, wife of Jared Hirsch, completist and Ryan Heck doppelganger. Two questions. One, where do I go to get the puzzles that people created about you in season one that apparently used to be on the old site? We can re- re-upload those. You know what? Here's you know what I actually have a to-do list that not only contains that, but also is a request for the Lollapazoola puzzles from yes. the past two years. A number of old things from the old site I have on my to-do list, and let's say, let's say that by sometime around tax day, I'll have uh, finished that. All right, How about that. I'm going to give that as my deadline. All right, tax day. Tax day. American tax day. Tax day. That's April fifteenth. Yes, it's also the day the Titanic sunk. On tax day? I don't know if it was tax day then. No? Did they have tax day then? I don't know. Mike Nothnagel, did did they have tax day in 1912? Uh, Anyhow, so look for that by then. I'm really sorry I've been delinquent about it, but I will get that done. Yes. I will. All right. Uh, Question two. Why have you never created the rogues gallery you talked so much about in the beginning of season two? We are lame. Why, Ryan? We are lame. Yeah? We are lame. Uh, Here's the thing. When when we first set up our new site on, on this Squarespace thing... We thought they had an awesome feature for uh, posting photographs. Yeah. And they do if all you want to do is sort of like have a Flickr gallery of photos. Right. They don't... The rogues gallery, we'd have to make our own page. And although we asked the world at large to send us pictures to put on the rogues gallery, we got a submission from exactly one person. Well, here's the thing. Maybe if we put up you and me and this other one person, maybe that will spur some interest. Maybe. I think people just figured we weren't going to do it and didn't bother. 
I kind of figured we weren't going to do it. <laughs> well, you know, it's a good thing we didn't do it on the old site because it would have been obliterated. Yeah, by Shane Victorino. Oh, jackass. <laughs> wow. All right, our last viewer mail is from Amy Ronaldo. Orange. This is, yep, I think orange. This, is her, this is her debut viewer mail. This is, is her. This is her premiere. Now she's been listening to the show for a while, though. Yes. Yeah, she got into it not too long ago. Yes. Uh, and this 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 refers to our 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 dear Meyer segment last from yes last, about Les Majeste. Okay. So See, already uh, you've improved. Amy Ronaldo says Les Majeste is not pronounced Les Majeste. It's pronounced Les Majeste. With French pronunciation or Lies Majesty. That is not at all. She's written it out phonetically for you. Lies Majesty. Lies Majesty. Oh my god. The dictionary told me that, Amy says. <laughs> it's also told me it's from the Latin Lysa Majestes or injured sovereignty. So that clears that up. Uh, apparently. Viewer mail, closing it up. You know, on the subject of your horrible, horrible pronunciations of almost anything. Yes. English and otherwise. Yes. I'd like to say that lately I have been using Alex Boisvert's crossword butler. The butler. The crossword butler. If you have not, if you like doing crosswords and you like doing several crosswords every day, like you want to collect everything, you need to get Alex Boisvert's crossword butler. Go to alexboisvert.com, A-L-E-X-B-O-I-S-V-E-R-T.com. And download the crossword butler. I think it's available for both Windows and Macintosh. And once you set it up, you tell it all of the different papers and publications that you want to get your crosswords from. And every day, launch this thing and it will pull down all of the Across Light files from every single one of these places that you want to puzzle. Nice. New York Times, LA Times, Cross Synergy, Wall Street Journal, Brendan Emmett Quigley. Uh, Tribune Media Services. Yes, Matt Jones, uh, all of these. It's it's fantastic. It's really great. Do that. We'll put a link on the blog. Uh, Will we not? Moving on. Moving uh, on. Next, yes, go yes. ahead. Next well, segment. Loose Threads with Matt Matera. Yes. Apparently Matt is wearing... Esquire. He's wearing clothes that are too large, so these are the loose... Loose Threads. Thre- no. hey Okay. Uh, Matt Matera, this is... Let's explain what this is. He's listening to old episodes. He's listening to old episodes, and he's catching on to uh, topics that we never really... We've dropped with. the ball so, so many, many t- times yeah, yeah, over horrible. the past couple of years. Uh, but thankfully, we have people like Matt Matera to pick it up for us. Yes. And so he's done it. Uh, he tells us here, I saw Ben Tausig at the ACPT, and he said that he's about to take his ethnomusicology show on the road to Asia for a year. Ryan, how's your paper you're writing with him about math and crosswords coming? Not bad. Yeah? I have the fonts picked out. Excellent. And I've set the margins. See, there you go. There, there we now, go. Now, we do want to explain to new viewers who don't know about this. We interviewed Ben Towson yes. um, a year ago, perhaps. And at the time, we talked to him about his like doctoral dissertation about ethnomusicology. And Ryan said that he would uh, happily help him write it. Right, because I, I, I of the connection. Because you believe the connection between crosswords and music is a very strong one. Yes. And so you want to support that side of Ben Towson's I don't know, academic career, right? <laughs> yes, I guess so. Is that it? Yes. Why else would you volunteer to do this? Because I, 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 I agree with you. <laughs> That's why, okay. Uh, Matt goes on with a, another loose thread. Uh, this just came from looking at the episode guide, since I listened to these episodes the first time around, but what happened to Project Christina Applegate? When's she going to be a guest on Film Me In? 
Well, here's the deal with Christina Applegate. What is the deal with Christina Applegate? We were mentioning her on the blog a lot because we wanted maybe she'd, she'd get a Google alert about that. And right. then somebody told us that that was creepy. I believe it was June Pop. I think that June did tell us to stop. Actually, though, I think it was on the podcast. I think he didn't like us talking about it. I don't think the blog was his problem. I think it was Well, the it was podcast. something. I, I, I think I've said this before. I find that listening to June is usually the way to go. June is a genius. Yes. And everything he says is right. Uh, but we have a guy, we have a friend, our friend Adam, who most definitely does not work at NPR. Adam has threatened for some time to call Christina Applegate's manager I, and set up an interview with her. I think the time is nigh. I don't know about that. I Every time Adam brings this up to me, I say, eh, not yet. I think it's the time is nigh. Eh, not yet. I, I don't see what we're waiting for. I mean, we're not calling her because we're chicken. I'm waiting to dare to do it. That's what I'm waiting to. And, and I, currently, I do not dare to do it. I, I think it would be great. I think that she would bite our heads off. I think I'm going to start following her on Twitter. I don't know if she's on Twitter. She is on Twitter. Is she? Yeah. I'm going to start following her on Twitter. Okay. And then I'm going to start following her around in real life. Okay, see, this is exactly what June Park was talking about. No, I'm not. But he requested that we stop with the whole Christina Applegate thing. All right, thing. I'm not going to do that. But uh, she will be on the show eventually. All right, we'll see. Yes. Okay. All right, our next viewer mail, our next segment. It's not viewer mail. No, We're way next, done with viewer our mail. Our next segment, sorry, our next segment is the Oracle with Mike Nothnagel. How do you pronounce, we asked, how do you pronounce F-R-A-S-E-R Simpson's first name? Mike Nathagel says, Mr., yes, he's a man, Simpson pronounces his name, his first name to rhyme with the word razor. It's a Z sound, not an S, and not a Z sound like the Kelsey Grammer character. Uh, so it's Fraser. Fraser, which I'd like the record to show I thought it was. The record last shows week, that. Last week, I said, I think it rhymes with razor. Yes. You thought it rhymed with eraser, and you thought he was a woman. Yeah. All right. I thought it was Miss Fraser Simpson. And I thought accurately that it was a Mr. Fraser Simpson. Well, there you go. You, right. You're the oracle. Well, maybe. We're not going to say this now because I put it down here yeah, also. Yeah, that's fine. I put it twice. That's right. All right. So this leads us into cryptic clue puzzling with Mr. Fraser Simpson. We're still looking at the March 2010 issue of Games Magazine. March 2010. Ryan has checked the cover once again. And uh, we're going to do one really quickly. We're going to, yeah, we've got two clues. Two clues this week. Two clues. Right? This yeah. is Cryptic Crosswick number one by Fraser Simpson. Mr. Fraser Simpson, page 48. 22 across, enumeration five, first letter A. Bail out with one excuse. Bail out with one excuse. Excuse of the definition. Bail is going to be anagrammed, and it is with one, and one is an I. Roman why, why is bail going to be anagrammed? Because of out. The because word of out, out. Bail out? Yes. Like out of sequence or out of the ordinary? Is that the idea? Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> so bail is out of sequence or out of the ordinary. <laughs> so you anagram it. You add one to it or the Roman numeral I. Yeah. And you mix all that up and you get alibi. Yeah. Which is another word for an excuse. Sort of. You or don't, it's a type of you excuse. You don't mix it all up once you've added the I. I, I believe that bail out suggests oh. that you mix up bail and then you and add, then add the I. At the end. Yeah. So alibi. Right. I. Right. So that is 22 across. Yeah. Alibi. Yep. We're also going to do 23 down, which I don't know. I, it's I, building I, off of the first I in alibi. And uh, the, the L in Yale. So the first letter is an I. 
The second letter is an L. The no. th- last letter is an L. The first letter is an I. The last letter is an L. It is five letters. Yep. So I blank 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 L. Okay. okay. So figure it out from there, can you? Yeah, that's no. it. What's the clue? Uh, all right. The clue is perfect time for me to give out cards. So it has a question mark. It does. Now, those are really weird in cryptic crosswords when a clue has a question mark. How weird? Well, because I usually find that when there's a question mark, there's something more than just already how weird the clue is. Right. You know, already it's weird because part of it's a definition and part of it's wordplay. But usually when it's this, there's like, I don't know, there's another layer going on. Like mm-hmm. There's some other kind of meaning or it's just not as straightforward as your normal cryptic clues. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe the answer to this clue is ideal. Ideal. I-D-E-A-L. Ideal is uh, perfect and time for me to give out cards. Ideal. I give, you know, me giving out cards. Ideal. See? Oh. Oh, let me look at that again. So it's not quite a definition is the thing and it's not quite wordplay. And I think that's why it has a question mark. Interesting. So perfect is... Yeah, or perfect time maybe is ideal. All right. Uh, So ideal. All right. So ideal. So we're moving right along here. 22 across is alibi. 23 down is ideal. Fantastic. The contest of then. Yes. The contest of then was by Eric Berlin. Your microphone's in front of you. Ah. The contest of then was oh by Eric Berlin. Uh, he said, take a seven-letter word meaning red. And, 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 and we didn't think about it to say this, but people were a little confused about the what? homophones yeah, of red. red. We meant R-E-D. We meant the color. Yeah. R-E-D. Uh, so drop the first letter and scramble what remains, and you'll have a six-letter word that also means red, albeit in a slightly different sense. And I was in a play once, and uh, during rehearsal, uh, uh, somebody in my scene pronounced the word albay. <laughs> albay. Uh, A-L-B-E-I-T. Uh-huh. Albay. Okay. Like it's French. Uh-huh. Sound like how your wife pronounces that uh, that hair product? <laughs> Pomade? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So what are the words? The words are scarlet... And claret. Yes, scarlet the word, and claret. Neither of the words are rectal. No, neither of the words is rectal. Uh, but a couple of people wrote in and said, yeah. I thought it might be rectal. Well, that doesn't mean red. Well, it can be. No, it can be red, but it, it doesn't mean it red. It doesn't mean red. Not even in another uh, different sense. Well, that's sense. why they said that it probably wasn't correct. Claret. Claret is a kind of wine. It's a claret, red wine. A red wine, And yeah. scarlet is, can be a bird. Yeah. Now, what was the first color you thought of when you were trying to figure this out in your head? Gray. Really? <laughs> I thought the first one I thought of was crimson because that's seven letters in it. Means oh, you know red. what? I usually and I kept trying to come up with what can I rearrange crimson into <laughs> to make a letter uh, to make a, a word that means red. I Did you write it out? No, I just thought of it in my head and I couldn't come up with anything. All right, so the winner is. <sighs> the yodeling pickle. Oh yeah, we know what it is. We know what it is. You know, on the subject of pickles, yes, one of us forgot to do what I he for- said he was going I to do. I forgot to do. I forgot to go. You to forgot to, to go to Essex Street. Street and I was very pickles. busy. I was very busy. Doing I was what? I, I was. I, I was babysitting. What did you do on Friday? I was sleeping all of Friday. Yeah, I have to. I had to work all night. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to bed at nine in the morning, and you wake up at like four in the afternoon, and then I had stuff to do. Like, go to Essex Street for pickles. Well, I, I did not do that. Well, you're slacking. <laughs> no, now you I'm are, slacking. You are always slacking. Uh, so anyway, the winner is, thank the you. The pickle has chosen... Joseph Burke. Joseph Burke. You have won the contest of then. 
I think you should email us and tell us where you live or where you have your mail sent you to. Are. Uh, and tell us what you'd like as a prize. No. Yes. Tell us what you'd like yes. as a prize. Yes. Tell us what you'd like as a prize. However, you are the last one to get your choice of prizes. Yes. From this point forward, when we can, we're going to announce... Yes. We have prizes. We have, we have been given prizes, and we are going to be announcing them in this week's contest, thanks to our recent segment on how to pronounce Fraser Simpson's name. Can I, can I, wait, can I say this? Okay. Brian, tell them what they're playing for. Well, Ryan, they are playing for a book of 102 cryptic crosswords by Fraser Simpson. Fraser? Fraser. <laughs> you, Fraser. <laughs> I hardly know her. So, we have a book uh, published by Sterling Publishing. It's 102, uh, 102 cryptic crosswords. By Master of the Cryptic. Yeah, Fraser, Fraser Simpson. Simpson. Uh, and uh, this is, I believe, is, does this have the Mensa symbol there on the it cover? Is, so, yeah, it's, it's very insane. smart. Yeah. It's a really great book. I'm really jealous. But that's what the contest of now is going to be vying for. And that contest of now is as follows. It comes to us from our friend Andrew Feist. 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 Feist? 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 Andrew Feist says, what bodily function... Rem- <laughs> it's, already, it's already horrible. What bodily function remains a word if you remove its first letter, its first two letters... Its first four letters, its first five letters, and its first six letters. So we're looking at... We're looking for a word with at least seven letters. Yeah. Uh, that is a word, that's a bodily function. Drop its first letter, it's still a word. Though, not necessarily still a bodily function. It's no, just a word. just a word. It's an English word. Yeah, and then if you drop its first two letters... It is a it's word. It's still a word. You drop its first four letters, it's still... Five letters, it's still... Six letters, it's still a word. Yeah. What if you drop its first three letters? Then it's not a word. I guess then it's not a word. So that might be a clue. Yeah. There's there's your clue. It may or may not be a word. I think it's not a word. I'm guess, guessing it's not. I think that if it were, they would be part of the contest. Probably. Probably. Yes. It's like a deck of pinochle cards, because they take out some of the numbers, don't you know, they? You know, speaking of that, we received pinochle cards from Andrew Feist. I know. That's why, what I, why I Have we played it. pinochle yet? We have not played no, pinochle. No, we need to do that. We will. We will. We will. After you get pickles. After I get pickles. All I have right. played Free Cell, though, recently. Have you? Yes. Thank you, Jim Horn, for inventing Free Cell. Yes, thank you so much. You're amazing, Jim yes. Horn. Look on the horizon! It's a thunder god, and he's releasing the Kraken! Release the Kraken! Monday, March 15th, by Fred Piscott. This was two of everything. Yeah. Paramounts. Yeah. Parachutes. Paradox. That's what I was going to say. Tuesday, March 16th, by Paula Gamache, bearer of bad news. Yes. This was things that are loaded. I still don't understand the question. The trick question? I understand what the trick question is, but how is that loaded? How is... I think the concept is that a trick question is like... That a loaded question is like a trick question. That it's a, it's a it's a question that, that when you a, get the answer to it you go like oh yeah I thought a loaded question is 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 I think it's a bad definition I think a loaded question is really one that has a predetermined answer yeah that's, that's what to I like thought. get you stuck in a right. spot that's what that's yeah. that's what I thought a loaded I, I'm, I'm with you I agree with you I don't think that's a trick question Wednesday March seventeenth by Saint Patrick Merrill 
Uh, this is this was this completely confused me until I figured it out. This was it was a very clever gimmick, yes. but a very very oddly uh, presented. The in answer the in the center of the of the grid was Saint Patrick, right? And you had to parse it so it was in three parts, and it ended up being S T P A trick, right? So all of the STs and the theme answers were replaced by PAs. Other way around. All the PAs and the theme answers were replaced by STs. That's why it was weird. Because the, the, the center thing, STPA trick, suggests, implies to me, that you take things that have an ST and you change them to a PA and that that's the trick. Right. It doesn't make sense to me that you start with the PA and change it to ST when the central theme has it going the other way around. Well... That was my gripe with it. I feel like if you're going to claim it's the STPA trick, then you start with ST and you end up with PA. You don't do your trick in reverse order. Fair enough. It's like starting at the at the at the 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 bowl of gold, the pot of gold, yeah. and going to the other part of the rainbow. I was gonna say it's like starting with showing you what your card is and then shuffling it into the deck and making you pick one. Oh yeah, that, that could be it. <laughs> That's some reverse magic. Thursday, March eighteenth by Daniel A. Finan. Finan? Finan. Finan? Finan. Finan. This, you know what, Daniel Finan Finan is doing these, he's done this before with a puzzle that like draws a picture. He did this, a boat. He did, was it a boat? It was a sailboat. Yeah, it was a boat. And this time it's eighth notes. Yes. Uh, there were squares in the grid that used the notes from the scale, which you know the scale, right? Do, re, mi, fo, sa, la, ti, do. <laughs> okay. And when you, you circle them all and you connect the dots and you get a picture of eighth notes. And the, the theme, the, the clues. The clues all started with the notes of the scale. Do, re, mi, fo, sa, la, ti, do. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, that was pretty cool. Genius I stuff. Friday, March 19th by Trip Payne. This was a good Friday themeless puzzle. Uh, my favorite clue was they change people's profiles. The answer was nose jobs. Now, I've yeah. thought about Facebook or Twitter. Oh, or... really? See, I actually got that one right away. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I immediately thought of nose jobs. Really? Yeah. I don't know why it, it, it I, worked for me. This I, was a great puzzle. I had was, a good time with was. this puzzle. Good job, Trip. Saturday, March 20th, by Joe Crozel, Rhymes with Puzzle. This, on the other hand... Impossible. Absolutely impossible. Impossible. And oddly enough, you and I had exactly the same problems, which apparently lots of people have. Yeah. So first of all, Francis Heaney is in this puzzle somewhere. Yes. Which is Francis, bizarre. He's tap dancing in the, in the upper right. No, but like Heaney and Halsey were these proper names that crossed each other, and I don't know either of them. No. Now, Heaney, I guess, is like some literary figure or one Seamus. of... Seamus. S-E-A-M-U-S. How do you pronounce that? I pronounce it Seamus. But this Joe Crozel puzzle, I mean, it was it was good fill in general, but that corner, that northeast corner. It was impossible. I, I couldn't get I mean, if get you don't it. know Halsey and you don't know Heaney, which yep. people don't know. And it also crossed with, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, U-N-C-I-A-L, unseal. Oh, unseal. I don't um, know that word at all. No. And you like fonts. Yeah, but I don't know that one. Sunday, March 21st, by Adam Fromm. Adam Fromm. Adam Fromm. Adam Fromm. Them's the Breaks was like, the title of this, this puzzle. I thought this was great. Did you like this one? I thought the theme was fantastic. It yeah. just took a phrase, and the second... It's a two-word phrase. The second word started with an S, and then he just clued it, so you move the, the S of the second word to the end of the first... <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? I'm explaining it correctly. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, All right, I'll awesome start again. No, I'll start again. It's a two-word phrase. Yeah. The second word of the phrase starts with an S. Yeah. The, th <laughs> the, phrases, <laughs> the phrases are clued in such a way so that you have to see 